You're listening to The Classroom Collaborative Podcast with your hosts, Dee Dee Wills Ed Brock And Adam Peterson Here we go We're so glad you're here Let's get started This episode of The Classroom Collaborative Podcast is sponsored by a live studio zoo Need to increase student engagement or improve student outcomes? Then let us tell you about our sponsor Alive Studios uses 3D augmented reality animals to create magical learning adventures for kids, learning the foundations for reading and math while interacting with the 26 zoo animals will have your pre-K or kindergarten classroom squealing with excitement. They even have apps for mobile devices so kids can make the animals come alive at home. I've personally been using their products in my classroom for years and I can say for certain that my kids loved it. Be sure to check out alivestudiozoo.com to join all the fun. Their programs are also great for language learners, special needs, and at-risk intervention. Welcome back to the show, everyone. I am Adam Peterson. Hello, hello. I'm Dee Dee Wills. Good to see you, Dee Dee. How are you? Yes, I'm good. How are you? I'm doing great. Just, just busy. Like you, I know you are as well. Wow. And it's, it's, it's interesting how, like, I've worked from home for the past two years. Now you worked from home for a while. Right. It's different though when we're not traveling, doing work on the road. But now. Right. I, don't get me wrong. I love having my family home, but it's it's, it's busier too because yes. trying to help the kids with with their at home learning. And then um, Trish and I have been trying to collab on. Really, she's just been doing an awesome job with her students. And I've been trying to help where I can. Uh -huh. Yeah. But it's all this distance stuff is kind of making the the work from home people work almost harder because we have to right. get more of it out there, right? Right, right. I mean, for sure. I, I, you know, we don't have the the mental breaks that we normally would by going and doing some leisure activity outside, you know, like, oh, let's just go walk the mall or let's go out to dinner. I mean, that those are things that are not happening and they're not happening for the right reasons, right? right. I'm not complaining that we have to do that. It's just, it's just that uh, the ebb and flow of our life has been kind of put in a blender a little bit. You a big mall walker, are you? Am I a big mall walker? Well, I get those really big, you know, white, tennis shoes right <laughs> and I, I just walk real fast and I put like little weights in my hand no I don't but you know that is something that you know Mark and I'll do we'll just kind of I don't know we'll go we'll go into a shop and just window shop or whatever I know, yeah. Um, yeah I'm just giving you a hard time I, <laughs> it's funny I was I'm not that geriatric <laughs> geriatric yet not yet I was I was at the store this morning and it's funny how when you say it's, it's affecting the ebb and flow of life um, I was in, I think I was getting toothpaste for the kids or something. And I could hear this voice, um, of an, of an older gentleman, like talking to an older lady. And he was saying like, he's like, you here to walk? And she goes, no, I'm getting in and out. And he goes, well, I wanted to walk outside, but I, I got to come in. Cause it's kind of colder. I'm like, man, that can't happen. Like, you, you've got yeah. to stop doing that. Like right. the hardest part about this is just, I mean, it's, it's not as hard as I thought it was going to be because we've been enjoying family time, like crazy. Right. And, and right. I know we've both been staying busy, but um, like you said, just knowing that you can't just pick up and go do something or pick up and just go right. do your everyday routine, uh, right. it, it is a little bit harder. But um, there's been some awesome things going on in the world of education as well. I know you, I, 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 need, I know you've been working like crazy to help teachers and parents. So I need to applaud you for that. Um, <laughs> you see the bags? You see the bags under my eyes? Woo! <laughs> I don't know how you do it. You have been nonstop going. So I'm glad to see you're still smiling, but really I hope you know that that, that means a lot to, to teachers. And I know that they give you all kinds of feedback, but um, they do. Been they've trying, been so wonderful. Yeah. It's been crazy. I've been trying my best to do the same, but really oh, yeah, you have shout out to 
to all the educators out there. I mean, I've been seeing so many awesome things go across social media in the, yeah. the realm of, of video, uh, just posts and emails. We're going to talk about a lot of those today, I know. So I guess right, that's, right. That's what it's about is, is how do we keep this going? Because now here in Illinois, I don't know about Colorado DD, but in Illinois, it's, it's schools are out until at least May 1st. I know a lot of schools have yeah. in other states have shut down for the, the year. So this is, this is not something that's, that's going away. Distance right. learning is here for, for at least the next few months. You know, I suspect we're going to be in this mode for, for at least the next 30 days. And, and then I, I would be surprised if we did come back together before the school year, you know, was officially over. Um, I just feel that, uh, you know, the, um, our, our governor did a great job of, uh, shutting down everything pretty, pretty early and you can already start to see those effects. So, um, right. even though it makes it hard, um, at the same time, you know what, you know, what's hard is losing a family member. That's hard, right? Um, staying at home with the people that you love, that's, it's hard. No, I'm kidding. No, but I mean, it's, <laughs> <laughs> we're like, can you just go outside for a little bit? Um, it's hard, but certainly losing somebody that you love. No, I mean, there's just no comparison, right? You know, not having an income. It's really hard. You know, for some people, I know that's a reality, uh, but then, you know, losing a loved one, certainly, it just puts everything in perspective, I guess. Does, you know what I mean? Yeah. It does. We're, we're going to make it work. It's, 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 it's going to, and it's not going away. That's the thing people no. need to realize. Like all the, all the naysayers at the beginning who were like, ah, oh, it's just a flu. Like it, it's not going anywhere. And I was actually on the way home this morning. So when we're recording this, if you guys are listening to this at a later date, it is April 1st. It's April Fool's Day. Like, hey, 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 I should have played a prank on you this morning. Dang it. It's, dang it. <laughs> Lost April opportunity. 1st, 2020. We are in the midst of this uncertain time of COVID-19 and the worldwide right. pandemic. Um, but I was on the way home from the grocery store and I did not go to buy toilet paper. We needed groceries, everybody. Uh, and the DJ on the radio said, um, I was listening to satellite radio and I think it was, I don't know if it was 90s on nine or what it was. He said, if you're in a state where um, you haven't been stay at home ordered yet, then do yourself the favor of just doing that anyway and do everybody right. else the favor of doing that anyway right. and context as much as possible. And then he right. said, if you are in one of those states, you can vouch for this, that it's really not that hard. And it's, it's not no. like no. you can still go outside and walk. You can still go around yes. your backyard and play right. games. You can still, yeah. you can still take a ride in your car if you need to, you know? Right. Like, right. I mean, you can roll up those windows and go for a ride. I was talking to a friend. He went on a motorcycle ride. Uh, another friend went horseback riding with his um, young son, um, you know, went to this, his mother-in-law's house, got the horses out. Didn't, you know, mother-in-law was across yelling, Hey, love you. But, um, you know, I think, I think it's a, it's a time where everything, I don't know. It's like everything is sped up, but also slowed down, I think. Yeah. And, um, you know, it, I think, I think that we have a lot of anxiety. I, I myself love to have a plan. I like to know exactly what I'm going to be doing on, on, on June 15th. Like, I'd like to know, oh, I'll be home or I'll be, you know, right. doing a conference. But, you know, my conferences have all been canceled. So, um, I mean, Vegas is still, I haven't heard anything about Vegas, but um, the other heard. conferences have canceled. Um, and you know what? That's as it should be. And so I guess we just have to, you know, just give up the understanding that we cannot control the things that we can't control. Because isn't that like an AA thing, like a pledge, right? right? Control right. the things you can't. I mean, yeah. We can't control. <laughs> we can't control. No, this, this, 
our destiny right now. I mean, we control, we can control our path, but we don't know when and where we're going to get to the end of that path. Um, and so we just have to be comfortable in the unknown, I guess. I think the thing that we can control is, is, is wholeheartedly the most important. We can keep ourselves and our family from getting sick by just staying. Yeah. Right. And, away. And, and as we talk about all these, these social ways to teach in this episode, I saw, I think my favorite thing I've seen posted recently was, and I wish I could remember who it was from. I'll, I'll try to think of it and maybe we can post it somewhere. Uh, it said, we need to remember that this is not a social distancing time. This is a physical distancing time. And I oh, thought that was great. And the comment yes. in that was the reason this person posted that was he said, I was out on a walk today. And although everybody on the walk was making different paths to cross the street and get away from people, uh -huh. I waved and said hello to more people than I typically do on a walk. And yes. I thought that was very powerful that, yes. that there's nothing saying that you can't say hello to someone, that you can't pick up the phone and give someone a call. You can't have a face-to-face -face right. conversation over Zoom like this. You need to physically distance yourself. Socially, right. we need to be more social. More with, engaged. Right. Yeah, and engaged than ever before as a, as a species. We need to, True. we can't cut that off. So I know we're going to talk about a lot of different things today. Um, and there's so many more probably that you and I don't even know because right. we're not in the classroom right now, but right. you've been busy with a few ways. I've been busy with a few ways. My wife has been doing an awesome job here at home. Trisha has been rocking it with her class. So I kind of want to dive in and, and talk yeah. about the, the ways that teachers can help right now and then going forward. And I guess maybe the one to kick off with is one that you've done a lot of work with. We've talked about it before, but Seesaw kind of seems to be at the, the forefront of everybody's minds right now, I think. Oh, look at your shirt you have on. Oh my God, I didn't even do that on purpose. I was just wearing this today. He's got, he's got a Seesaw jacket on. We, are, um, we, we love Seesaw. This is not a paid sponsorship. I, I should have worn a lot of studios. Dang it, dang it. Um, yeah, you know, Seesaw is something that I have heard a lot about. And I, I heard about it from you. I heard about it from, from teachers at conferences about how this is a great classroom communication tool. It's great for parents at home. It's great for students. And uh, teachers have been using it in their classroom for for a while. Um, I would say three or four years at least, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and so when when this uh, stay at home thing happened, um, it just is a natural way to extend and send things home. Um, it's a, it's something that's done on a device, whether it's a computer, a cell phone, um, a, a uh, iPad, or a tablet, um, and it's just a way for teachers to to communicate with their students, but also send them activities. Right. And so um, I know that there's a lot of those out there. There's something called Class Dojo, there's Class Tag, there's Google Classrooms. Mm -hmm. um, and I don't know all of those tools, um, but from what I'm hearing is that Seesaw is really like a K-1-2 friendly platform. It, it allows for students to respond orally, in writing, in drawing, so there's lots of different ways in which students can respond. Um, but one of the things that I really love is that um, students or teachers can also send videos to their um, class right there in the, in the app. And so yeah. when we talk about social distancing, we also have to think about, you know, you and I, before this started, we talked a little bit about how, um, you know, we, everybody experiences things a different way, right? Mm -hmm. And so there are those people in the world who take um events with some resilience right so they something happens they don't like it they're not happy but they can handle it right and then there are some people who 
don't have a lot of resilience. And so, and, and there's times when I have resilience and times when I don't, but um, if we think about parents, sometimes we're going to have parents who, who aren't very resilient, who aren't able to kind of roll with the punches. Um, and so having, having a teacher kind of reach out to them, um, I think it's going to be really meaningful. You know, we all, not we all, but most people in kindergarten, first grade, they send home a postcard before the school year starts, right? And like, I can't wait for you to be in my class. And, and they care, the kids carry that postcard around, you know, forever, right? It's in their notebook, it's in their backpack, they like treasure it. So we have to remember, we have to create those postcard moments so that we still let our students know, I'm still here for you. I still love you. Um, but to have it in a way that um, is accessible on their own, like so mm -hmm. students can can handle it. It doesn't have to be the parent handing out things, right? Because the parents are busy, as right. you know, right? They're oh, yeah. busy. Yeah, and that's the cool thing about an app like Seesaw is that, yes, the child, if they're a younger child, needs the parent to set it up. Hopefully you already had it set up in your classroom right. to use there, but if not, it's as easy as, a, as putting in a code really after you download an app. And then I know from experience that the kids can take that and run with it. There's really nothing that, I mean, it's great to have the parents involved with it too. Right. Don't wrong. But um, Seesaw has so many things besides just the activities, the kids can draw pictures and notes back to the teacher and they can take photos of themselves, things going right. on and send them back to the teacher. So it, it is keeping this while well, we mentioned the physical distance thing, um, going we're, we're not right. limiting the social distance because the kids now without jumping on an app like social media can right. can stay safe. in contact with their teacher safely right yeah. very safe and a very safe platform um and and speaking of parents you know if if you're out there listening right now and you're like well that's great but you know i started the year with this platform and so you know and see you know, maybe your platform doesn't allow for that um responding and record students recording their voice maybe maybe you have little bit of FOMO, like, gosh, I wish I just started Seesaw, <laughs> right? Uh, but I'm stuck with XYZ because that's how we started the year. And we don't need to send parents one more thing. Here's right. what I would say. I would say, um, you know, if, if you're doing some video chatting with your students, I would set up several times in which where you can video chat with your parents as well, because mm -hmm. they need some support. Um, and maybe you just have, you know, five parents on at a time, have them, you know, use that scheduling tool. What did you call it? What was the scheduling tool you use? Um, uh, sign up genius. Sign up genius. You yeah. sign up genius for parents to kind of schedule and just do a Zoom call and just do a check-in. Like, how are you doing? Um, am I sending too much work? Am I sending not enough work? Am I, you know, how are you doing? And then by the way, you know, I, I would like to talk to you about perhaps this other tool. It's going to take you about 15 minutes, you know, to get all set up. And then after that, you're out of the picture. You're not going to have to be involved other than, you know, having your child reinforcing routines. But as far as downloading, printing, you know, all of that stuff, uh, the student can handle on their own. So yeah, that's a great idea. I've never thought about doing that, but I think parents would appreciate that. And it might just be a good adult conversation time. I mean, a lot of these parents, right. I know in my experience, there's a lot of single parent families or especially in now times of if a parent is a healthcare worker, they might not even be seeing their child right now. Um, I know. So that'd be a great way just for, for parents to get some adult conversation, whether right. you turn that into like a happy hour or a wine and wine and dine type thing. With yes. Parents, I mean, you don't, have to worry about, you don't have to worry about drunk driving. Cause you can just sit down with your I'll box of wine yeah. <laughs> you know, and a straw. <laughs> 
<laughs> we have we have one of my favorite well Trish and I's favorite little local establishments is this little wine bar in our town and they serve food and they have like specialty wines it's a very cool little atmosphere they have live music all the time well they're shut down but they're doing a, a delivery service so you can actually nice. order their food and, and bottles of wine and they deliver it right to your house back up the truck <laughs> Stop. Beep, beep, beep. all right maybe we shouldn't get on that conversation i know i love that idea of including the parents in that and how easy would that be then if you right. are stepping into something new whether it be seesaw google classroom anything to, to be able to show it right there to the parents because right. honestly that that's that's the toughest part of this is yes right. we're sending home all kinds of work and we're having the kids do all these things but without us there there's a lot of stuff even just as simple as terminology that the yes. parents might yes. right now yes um I, and i i feel that um you know we've we've had lots of episodes of parents as partners right so we've talked mm -hmm. about that a lot uh, but i also feel like if we um don't involve them in the conversation there will still be conversations happening but it may not involve the teacher and i feel like that is you know that might be a um you know a facebook rant it might be you know a phone call to so and so frustration where if you make yourself available you know you have maybe maybe just schedule a half an hour a week use that sign up genius so people can can uh, sign in and just know that hey listen on you know Thirsty Thursday. No, I'm kidding. But, um, you know, <laughs> Taco Tuesday is when we're going to be having, you know, a parent check-in, you know, and that I'm available in other times, but that's just a routine that you're going to find me, you know, at, at this time each day. That's and pretty I, cool. Yeah. And I would, I would actually give it a couple of different times. So if you're going to do Tuesday mm -hmm. at 5 PM, maybe you're going to do a Thursday at 8 AM so that you can get those people if they're still working, um, if they're in one of those essential, they'll have a couple of options. The scheduling is a great idea. And Trisha figured that out this week. Um, she's been doing just like, Hey, let's jump on here and here, but she, now she's got beginning this week with her class. When I mentioned Trisha, everybody, that's my wife's a second grade teacher. Yeah. Um, Lovely. she, she's the, she's so much better teacher or person than I ever will ever be in my <laughs> life. But, um, she's been doing like two scheduled times a day and she reached out to the parents first. So if you're, if you're brand new to distance learning, I know some schools are just starting this week. Um, yeah. We kind of had a trial run with it a couple weeks ago with our own kids because we were on spring break and the week before spring break. But right. um, she kind of played around with different ideas and different apps and whatnot. But now she's got it scheduled so that every day at two times based on parent feedback from emails or phone calls, she'll jump on and she teaches the same little lessons twice a day. And that way, you know, parents that can't get on at this time or it's not overloading the system at that time. Right. Um, it's also a lot easier to teach um, remotely with a group of nine than it is a group of 20, you know? So yes, there's yes. not a lot of questions going back and forth. And I think yes. yesterday, yesterday was the first official day of those two scheduled times. And I think she said she had 18 out of 20 students that, that wow. were able to do it at one of those times. And if not, wow. they're recorded and you can share them. Right. Um, with that being said, I want to say, and I don't know if you've heard from teachers a lot, but I know there's a lot of schools who are not allowing this kind of stuff because of safety of kids, um, or also not everybody has the access. Um, I've even seen one of the coolest things I've seen is a friend of mine who lives a couple towns away has been, she's in a very, very small town, but you could easily do this. So I think like snail mail is becoming alive and well again, and people are sending letters to each other. And she's been wow. getting handwritten letters, like either in the mail or her students are dropping them off at her door. And then she's writing letters and dropping them off at her students' doors without making the, the physical contact, but just, yeah, letting her know that she's still here and available. And I think that's really cool. 
I think it's really cool. And I've seen, um, you know, different videos where teachers are going by um, and, and visiting, you know, and have a little sign, you know, their little, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I just think, you know, I don't think we'll ever be the same after this. I just don't think we'll ever be the same. Um, but if we can look for some of those things that uh, make us better people, make us yeah. more compassionate, um, I, I think, I think we'll come out, um, you know, perhaps better, better humans as a result of this. Right. Totally, yeah. And before we, I want to talk about, um, our, our sponsor, the live studios and their journals. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. Kids. Before we do though, um, I have to mention, I've, I've got one book upstairs and I cannot remember because I'm reading it right now, but, um, this is another one. I'm not very familiar with Google classrooms, but this is a book by an author, oh. Alice Keeler. And this is okay. math with Google apps. These are all, this is available through Dave Burgess consulting. Um, oh, who we both know and love very well, but he's got a ton of um, books. There's a bunch of books all about like digital teaching. And there's another one upstairs and I, I cannot remember the title off my head, but it's sitting right by my bed because I've been reading it. I think it's getting, getting started with Google Classroom or okay. um, 50 tips for Google Classroom, whatever it may be. But Alice Keeler, if you listeners search that name, Alice Keeler, K-E-E-L-E-R, or just okay. go to daveburgessconsulting.com. You're going to see some really, really good books about kicking off Google Classrooms and using tech and and how to keep tech alive right now um, because it's needed, right? Not right. kids just in front of screens all day long, but using it to the full advantage of teaching distantly or distantly. Um, I totally think that word you just said should have been a word. Dis distancely, distancely, is that a <laughs> Who cares, right? It's um, a word. But I, I think these are perfect. And not only just to read any time, but now that you're home teachers, you might have some time. Now's better time than ever do to pick some, up a book. Do some, do some PD, right? Some self-growth. You know, I, you were talking about, you know, tech and teachers. If I were still in the classroom, I would have probably been the last person um, to sign up for some of these apps. I mean, right. just because, I mean, <laughs> kicking and screaming. I just... You know, it's not something that I think, oh, good, more tech. I, I never, I'm never that one. You know, there are those teachers who are just, you know, give me everything. And then there were those who said, can't we just do it like we used to do it? Right. Um, and um, I'm probably more in when it comes to tech versus non-tech in that, you know, I, I like my routines. I like things to be a certain way. Um, I, I'm not really happy with when you have a million things to do to add a million in one, which is, is learning uh, a new platform. Yeah, that's, but that's, I think that's hard part, not just for teachers, but parents too, right? Yes. Yes. But I also feel that um, as a result of this forced, forced like workshop <laughs> experiment, uh, I, I feel like we're going to be using embracing more tech next year, because mm -hmm. I think we're, we'll, we'll get through those sticky parts. We'll get through that you know, where you're just screaming at your computer moments and it'll become more routine. And I think, I think we'll be better for it. Um, you know, Seesaw is the one that I keep coming back to. I love that. Uh, there's a whole bunch of activities that are already loaded in there. One click, you can add it in there. Right. Um, I've made some, you and I are in the, in the process of making some additional ones. I'm so excited about this. I am too. Um, and so, uh, you know, instead of spending your weekend teachers cutting out and laminating, you know, you can maybe not, you'll probably still do some of that, but you'll probably do, you know, cause we don't want their whole day is not going to be when next we're thinking next year, we don't want their whole day in front of a device. Right. No, no. But if you could have a center rotation, that is, 
that's just one less thing or two less things that you have to do um, on a monthly basis. So, well, now's better time than ever to, to try your hand at those things, right? right. Like you've got time to experiment with some of these apps. And I know Trisha has been trying it with like, and you did too, I think, Didi, where you created like a fake student in your teacher account. And yes. You can kind of play around with what it looks like before you ever send it out to your students. Exactly. And if you sign up for Seesaw, you get a, a, I think they call it sample student that you can- Sample student. That you can play around and test with before you send an activity out or before you ever try right. sending it to parents so you know exactly what it's gonna look like. Right, and, right. And when you mention um, making it as easy as possible and keeping them out of the devices, that's what I love about a live studios. And we, we keep saying yes. like, we're going to get them. I, I can't speak enough about this company and the, their technology and the way they're helping yes. people right now, because they've really stepped up their game. I mean, this, this product has been around for years, but I think now more than ever, their journals are what really yes. can drive activity at home because it combines the tech that, that we do need to teach right now. Some of us, right. So puts hands-on activities and kind of brings it all to life. So if you don't know listeners, if you go to a live studio zoo.com, um, you're going to see, and we'll put the link in the show notes as well. Right. It's really fantastic journals. And I've got a video that's floating around on social media too. Um, and I think we can link that as well. Right. Right. I think we totally can. You know, I, I, you know, I, I know you used it more in your classroom, so you're much more well-versed in the live studio experience. So um, as I understand parents, if, if they're listening, you can get the journal. Um, yeah. It's like 10 bucks, right? Yeah. 10, 10 bucks $10. or 1999 for two of the math and the reading. And that's the cool part. There's, there's yeah. a version and a math version. And then the app is free, right? Yep. And so can you explain to people who are listening, what does this do? Like what is a live studio? Yeah. Cause not, not everybody knows, right? They're, they're right. Right. I think even though they've been around for years, they're still a newer company and they're still kind of making their name in this space, if that makes right. sense at all. But um, so in the classroom, if you're a teacher listening to the classroom, I definitely, definitely suggest checking out their full classroom suite of items. But what we want to focus on now, because there's no point in that right now, unless you want no. to play with it at home and have fun, because it's really cool stuff. Their, their product that was originally designed just for a classroom has, has kind of grown to something that parents and teachers are going to use tremendously right now for, for, for whatever time this lasts. And what they are, right. are these, these journals that like Didi mentioned are, are 10 bucks a piece. Um, I say a piece because you might want to order multiples for multiple kids at your house, but they also have two versions. They have a, uh, an ELA or a, a letters journal alive is what they call it. And they have a, my math journal alive kindergarten and pre-K versions right now. And mm -hmm. then you download this free app. So once you have the journals, you download their free app that goes along with it. And as the children are practicing skills in their journals, whether it be tracing or writing letters or writing stories or matching beginning sounds with pictures, I mean, there, there's a whole wealth of activities inside each journal um, yeah. that go along with their 26 animals. And in our, our beginning, we talk about our sponsor as, as bringing animals to life. And that's really what they do. So yeah. with the free app, you just basically scan this augmented reality code inside these journals and the animal that you've been writing about and learning about and counting with in the math journal will come to life on the device, but it makes it look like it's with your child in the room of your house. And it's, yeah, it's pretty cool. It's so cool. I, I still, people always ask me like, oh my gosh, how does that work? I'm like, I have no idea how it works. I don't know. I have no idea. It's easy to do. So <laughs> it, it really is. And um, I know you questioned parents getting them. And yeah, that's the thing. The coolest part right now is that parents can pick them up, have them at home. 
And I always tell people when I talk about a live studio is that, that the learning never stops because even though the child has finished all the pages of their journal, right. The cool part is too, as they go through this journal, it's not just when we say journal, it's not just tracing and writing. I mean, there's, there's tracing, there's lettering, there's writing stories, there's matching sounds, but then there's also some animal science built into it because you have to kind of study on your own about these different animals and through their apps and you learn about the animal habitat and their diet and you know where they live, what they eat and, and how they, they live, the animal themselves. And then right. um, you draw pictures to add those things in and the app brings that to life. So the app brings the animal to life, but the app also has some learning activities in. So in the, in the writing app, there's like a handwriting app that it, it's one of my favorite things in the world because it doesn't allow your child to practice writing the letters the wrong way, which is the downfall of some handwriting apps, right? Right, um, right. And then the math app, it has multiple ways and images and videos to have kids practice counting and number sense. And it's using tally marks and 10 frames and numbers and number of words. It's just a Perfect. really, really, really cool product. We have to give a shout out to Live Studios and our friend Cynthia, LA, yeah. Stacy, the whole team, Faith. Um, yes. The company that is rooted in tech and education from different backgrounds, but they want to help teachers and parents right now. Right. So, you know, we always talk about um, instruction in the, you know, oftentimes the, the what, you know, what we have to teach. There's so many what's we have to teach, right? Uh, but when you can have a hook, right, mm -hmm. that makes that what become like the favorite part of the day, um, then then that's where really great learning happens and, right. and is, you know, sustained, right? Yeah. So, so yeah, go to a live studio zoo.com. You'll see the whole thing. DD, I know we'll link in the show notes, a quick link yeah. to the journals themselves. We'll also feed the video that I put together, kind of showing you how it comes to life in your yes. home or classroom. Yes. But, uh, yeah. We, we can't say enough about a live studio. So thank you to their team for, for being a sponsor of our show. Too. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And then we were also talking about um, Flipgrid and you said that's something that you're using, uh, that Trisha's using with her classroom. Yeah, you know what? I had heard about Flipgrid a couple of years ago when I, I joined this teacher group and we were kind of kind of like a positive teacher message, like reaching out from actually, yeah, so it was reaching from teacher to teacher, but we also started like a virtual pin pal with our friend um, Ray, who you know, Ray Hewitt, we did an episode with her. Yes. In my class, um, she was a junior high teacher, is a junior high teacher, and in kinder, I was in kindergarten and our classes used it, um, Flipgrid to have like virtual pen pals. And it was really, really cool. So if you don't know what Flipgrid is, it's a free um, app. It's a free website. Uh, Didi's got it pulled up right there for you. Uh, yeah, if you go to flipgrid.com, um, here's, here's the easy way to say it. It's, it's like a social media without the whole world seeing it for your classroom. Right. And you create what's called a grid. So I'm going to give you the example of one my daughter used. So my daughter's junior high band teacher has been using Flipgrid. And um, a couple weeks ago, she sent one home or whenever this all started, she sent one home and as a challenge and it said, today, I want you to share with the band your something that makes you and your family happy. What do you like to do at home? And we just happened to be because this is the whole, the whole, before the whole um, stay in place or shelter in place was put into effect, uh -huh. we were at my mother-in-law's house and we were sitting around her kitchen table playing dominoes. And Olivia said, I want to record this because I love playing games. I'm like, great. So she went in the other room and we could hear her talking and she recorded like a selfie on her phone in the app of her saying something that makes me happy is playing board games with my family. And that saves in her, her, I guess the clip that she's working on. Right. Well then right. in that same little series, so she hasn't submitted anything back to the teacher yet. She came into the kitchen and took a picture of all of us sitting around the table. 
And then on that picture, she can edit it with stickers. Um, she can draw little lines on there and then she can edit a voiceover. So she voiced over that picture saying with arrows, like, this is my grandma. This is my brother, Landon. This is my mom. This is, and she went through the whole family and kind of told what we were doing. Oh, how nice. And then she re-recorded herself and said, so that's what makes me happy playing games with my family. And then before she submits that back to the grid, it all compiles into one little clip. Little clip. Yeah. So then she posts it back to the teacher, but all the kids in the class can see it as well and right. respond back and forth. And it, it's so fun. And I know that sounds like a lot of steps, but here's another yeah. example. So Trisha, you mentioned is using it in second grade and she's just been doing like, Hey boys and girls, uh, I miss you guys. I want to hear a funny joke from you. And all the second graders have been sharing these ridiculously uh, silly, but make no sense jokes, right? Back right. And, and they've even figured out how to, to draw on the screen and add stickers. And then they can comment back and forth on each other's as well. So if you told a joke to the class, Didi, um, our teacher could see it, but I, as your friend in the class, could also post a grid or a flip grid back to you saying, like, Didi, I love that joke. That was a great one. I can put stickers on the screen and it's such a cool tool. So super cool. I have a question. Yeah. So if, if I'm student and I'm posting something to the Flipgrid, does the teacher have to approve it before it's visible to everybody or does it automatically just go? I, I don't know that. I think okay. there's probably an option to do so. I, I would, I would hope there's an option to, to do so. I had, I, a, I had a year where I would have wanted to vet all of those, those jokes before they went public. I'm just saying. That's a good I, one. And if you're listening to this, maybe you can share with us on social media if you know the answer to that one. But uh, <laughs> well, I I've, at Trisha, but she's busy teaching upstairs. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, what other things? I mean, I guess, I guess you know, we kind of we, a few things that we talked about. We definitely want to talk about some other things, but um, you know, to to one, stay connected to people. Mm-hmm. And when I say connected, I'm not talking about flipping through Instagram or Facebook. <laughs> Right. Because um, I'm telling you what, I could spend three days going through all of those and being connected, but not being connected. Right. So reaching out to people, um, you know, having some, you know, every day I'm doing in my Facebook group, I'm doing a Facebook live where I'm just talking, touching base with everybody, what's working, what's frustrating, you know, share your victories, share your worries. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I, I think the only thing that we can just know is that everybody's in this boat. You know, there's not, you know, every kindergartner's in this boat, every first grade, every first grade teacher's in this boat. Um, And, you know, we're, we will get to where we need to get. It might just be a little bit longer next year. You know, we might experience students coming in at the beginning of the year who first grade, you know, they weren't where they would have been last, you know, the previous year, I guess is what I'm trying to say. And we just have to know that, hey, that's, that's what it is. Hopefully this is a once in a lifetime kind of event for our society. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the last time there was a major pandemic, it was, you know, in the, was it? It was 1912. 19, 19, yeah, it was, yeah, it was in the early teens. Yeah. So uh, yeah, we'll just try to have a, forgive yourself, do what you can <laughs> and then let it go. And then stop eating your feelings. Yeah, I'm actually I, saying that to me. You I was going to say, what are you trying? No, I'm saying that to me. Like if you are, if you're going to watch this on YouTube, just go ahead and check out the next episode. It'll be the episode of the incredible growing DD Wills. We'll start tracking ourselves and see what happens. Well, thank you listeners. Thank you to Alive Studios for for helping us out and sponsoring this episode. Um, 
thank you, Didi, for all you've been doing. I know I've been watching your videos and, and learning a lot along the way. You've been, you, maybe this is time where I have to fully admit that Didi's been teaching me a thing or two about some software I've used for a long time. <laughs> I, I don't think I've ever seen, I don't, I've never really seen Didi frustrated with me until I said, hey, can you please uh, spoon feed me these directions? <laughs> I was ne I'm never frustrated with you. No, it was great. But no, it's been it's been great uh, keeping this alive and well too. So thank you to all of you listeners who are still continuing to support us. Um, we're going to try to help you all as much as we can. Yeah. All right. Take care, guys. See ya. Hey, thanks for listening to the Classroom Collaborative Podcast. If you are enjoying these episodes, please make sure that you subscribe wherever you are finding them. And share and rate it so others can find it as well. We'll see you guys on the next episode. Thanks for listening. Bye.